Welcome to the fight with Teddy Atlas. I'm Ken Rideout, joined as always by my partner, the legendary trainer and broadcaster, Teddy Atlas. Today, we're going to cover a topic that we got into a couple episodes ago when we discussed some of the awful officiating that's been go- that's been going on recently. And in addition to the officiate into the uh, refereeing, there's always controversial judging in the uh, sport of boxing. And a lot of the commentary on our YouTube channel had to do with, well, what are your solutions? And I always like to say to people, you're either part of a problem or part of a solution. And we want to offer um, some solutions that Teddy and I have been discussing. And um, let's kick it off, Teddy. You Maybe we can recap some of the decisions, some of the uh, officiating that we've had a problem with, and then discuss how do you think we fix this and maybe just brainstorm some solutions. I don't even and- know that we have to recap it because it's out there yeah. all the time. I mean, it's... Uh- it's like waiting for it to rain again during monsoon season. Yep. You don't have to wait long. Yep. It's, the rain's there as you're talking, it'll come again. Yeah. Bad decision will be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Are there fights tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> be a bad decision. And, and even Good in chance. the case of where, where it's not. Vegas wouldn't put a line on it. <laughs> That's fair. Even in the case of some things like with the Robert Byrd incidents with Glovaki and um, uh, Bradis, it, it, it it's. Mistakes are going to happen, right? That's fair. It's, yes. So it, it's yes. not it's not malicious. Okay, there's a mistake there. Incompetence too. How do we? So maybe there's room there for a ringside judge or maybe a replay. I'm just thinking out loud. You know. So, so I just want to be clear that some of this isn't intentional or corruption. Sometimes there's mistakes, just like in football. It can be corruption. It can be all it, of it those things. Be. I think we need to judge the judges. Have a panel. Have a system put in place like the other major sports do. That's why they're still. You know, that's why their credibility is still good. And you're losing credibility in boxing because it's what we're talking about. You are. You are. And and when you lose credibility, you you lose relevance. And if you lose relevance, you eventually lose your sport. And this sport, I know, is always around. It always survives. You know, it's like the shark, the cockroach. You can't kill it because of what it stands for and what's at the core of it, which is... No matter where you come from in life, you can get in that ring. And if you're tough enough, determined enough, trained well enough, smart enough, you can become world champion. No matter how bad things were for you. On one given night, you can make life fair. You can even the playing field. And there's not many places you can do that. And you can you can do an x-ray vision of yourself and another person for all the world to see. For the world to see a CAT scan of what's inside you and what can be inside us when we're driven to go to those great places. How far can we go? And so the sport will be around, but boy, oh boy, MMA is a great example of how a sport can be grown if it's properly organized, properly policed, properly officiated, properly match-made, matchmakers, you know, making the right fights, not fights where it's only one guy can win. For the most part, they make competitive fights where there's control, where there's standards, where there's enforcement of rules, where there are rules, when there is structure, how fast that sport has grown. It's extraordinary. And what a fan base. And give them all the credit in the world, Dana White and everybody else who's involved. I'm saying that boxing been around and it still survives because of what I said earlier. But 
it's hurting itself. It's being chipped away. It's it's like taking a sledgehammer and going out to that big boulder that's out in front of your house and you hit it with the sledgehammer. That's boxing. It keeps getting hit with the sledgehammer every freaking day. And it gets hit and hit and hit. And every day you just swing away with the sledgehammer at this big boulder and nothing happens. And then one day little chips start coming off. The boulder can only take so much. Even though it's a boulder, boxing can only take so much. And to the fans start to leave. And I know a lot of the fans that have left. So, and I know why. It's because of what we're talking about. And that's why we're here to offer a solution. And the solution, it, it could be there, except that it's such an unregulated sport. Yeah, you need a national commission. Yeah, no, but we're talking about the judge. We're talking about starting somewhere. Stop the bleeding. So, Create a board. Create a board. A judge to judges where you rate the officials. All the other sports do it, Ken. MLB, you get a you <laughs> you <laughs> you get a umpire that does some of the stuff that they do in boxing on a regular basis that we did in our show, what, a week ago? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's all there for you. Yep, Look yep, at yep. it, guys, if you didn't see it. It's all there. We we break it down pretty damn clear to the point where there will be no Christmas cards to us from these people and these organizations and these refs. None. Matter of fact, if we're smart, we won't accept packages from them. <laughs> so, you know, it's all there. Just look. You know what it is. You guys care. That's why we're talking to you, because you care. And there's, you got to, if this happened in baseball, if an umpire was within a mile of being that bad, a mile of being that bad, you'd be seeing him in the Little League. You wouldn't be seeing If see, he was lucky. If he's lucky, he might be in the Little League. If he knows a coach. You're not going to see him in Major League Baseball anymore. They can't afford to lose the integrity, the credibility of the sport. They can't afford it. It's it's too big for that. But in boxing, the guy was refing two nights later in a major fight. Yeah. One of the guys. about Robert Byrne. Yeah. And, and, and I don't think that he, I, I, I genuinely don't think he had malicious intent maybe there, he's too old maybe maybe he had exactly. a bad night whatever he, he missed the bell ringing for a good 10 seconds and the polish kid glovaki gets dropped and then he gets stopped in the beginning of the next round now he he might have lost that fight anyway but, but, but whether I mean, it's that or whether it's a bad decision the next night or whether it's the other judge and that the other refereeing that we did that now, that now the other two, the other two the, sh- the quick stoppage and then jay nady almost like shoving a guy back in there to face the executioner that but we come, be, that needs to be evaluated by a council or a commission. And one of the things that you and I had spoken about, I said, maybe you create a neutral commission, five to six guys, maybe a, a representative, let's say hypothetically from each of the major promoters, maybe one from each of the networks where you just. No, no, in. I have to stop you there. Okay. You mean well, but I don't want anyone. I'm going to drive. I'm going to go deep. I don't want. I might not even want anyone in boxing. I don't trust anyone. Just a neutral arbitrator? Yeah, yeah. There it is, baby. And that's, see, that's where I wanted to bring this up really with you because I want your input on this. Because coming from the world you come from, business, finance, 
structure. When you have a problem, when a company has a problem, don't they hire a service? A lot of times in don't they finance, bring somebody when in? there's disputes, they go to an arbitration system because otherwise you'd be litigating crap in court for ages and spending a lot of money. Everyone in in certain areas of finance, we all agree that there's an arbitration board should there be a dispute you know, within a certain range of disputes, right? Like short of like some major catastrophic fraud that warrants going to in, in front of a proper judge, there's an arbitrator that should be neutral. They listen to both sides and they render they render a decision that both parties in advance, everyone who's in this ball field, ball, ball game, agrees that the arbitrator is the final ruler. So in the case that you're in, in an instance like you're describing, an arbitrator or a panel of arbitrators would look at an incident, look at what happened with the judges or the referee, and make a ruling. Should the guy be sanctioned? Should he be removed from ever calling fights, judging fights, refing fights again? But there has to be something. You can't have something like what happened with you're Jay sp- Nady. You're speaking my language. You're speaking these people's language. Music to their ears. That's why we're having this episode. That's why I jotted all these ideas down, wanted to bring them up to you. We, we, it has to be something. See, at first, I tried to keep it within the game. I tried to, really, I, I, I said, okay, let's use writers. Yeah. Let's use boxing writers. Then I said, wait a minute, you can't trust them. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. There's a lot you can. There's a lot of you good people out there, of course. Most of you. Most of you. Just like in the police department or anywhere else. Most of you is good or whatever, whatever wherever you want to go. And and you you are, and you care about what you do, and it shows. But the where boxing has gotten to today, and again, you get a harsh truth here, and a lot of people just it's it's not just that it's truth; it's it's unknown to most people. Most people don't know that it exists, that these are the realms we live in. They don't know. But if you go to some of these websites, quite unfortunately. Um, that have taken over, you know, boxing. It, it's not really, it's no longer the old-fashioned newspapers that are doing it anymore. Now everything is internet. Everything is, you know, is webs, websites and and um, those kind of things. Uh, you know, so when you, when you go to some of these places now and there's not an editor, there's not a newspaper behind it, there's more leeway where they can kind of bend things a little bit and you wonder about the legitimacy of it. But I'll get right to the point even more so, unfortunately. In boxing now, that you don't have really the old newspapers really writing about, you know, and 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 that's in all sports. Don't get me wrong. I know it's evolved to a place where the internet is covering everything, but, but you still got... You still got the old press, the the old papers and magazines writing about the major sports, as well as the internet and everything else with social media. But boxing doesn't really have much of that at all that exists anymore. There are no more writers on staff for boxing. There's writers on staff in all the newspapers for football, mm. for baseball. For basketball, but no longer for boxing. Couple here and there, you got Dan Rayfield. Yeah, yeah, good job. But but it's the internet. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not newspapers. Fair. And so now, you know, and and you have good people like that. But now, for most parts, 
boxing and the news you get about it is in these websites and 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 these uh, those kind of areas, and a lot of it you can't trust because how do you think some of these little websites exist? They exist by advertising. Who do you think is taking advertising? The promoters, the managers. They're the ones, you're not paying for advertising. I ain't paying for advertising. He ain't paying for advertising. She ain't paying for advertising. They are. Guess who they are? They're people making a living in this, making money in this. Guess what their interests are? To promote their fighters, to promote their side. Does it have to be the right side, the fair side? It is the right side if they're paying. It's their side. Is that going to be accurate? No. Because you have a situation, because again, it has gotten to that place where in boxing, most of these, you know what they call The inside people know about it. They know that these websites, a lot of them out there, that the only way they exist is that the, the promoter, whoever he happens to be, and there's only a few of them. I don't have to name names. Yeah. There's only a few power promoters. If they need a story, they pay. They call it pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. And they have their own little name for it. They Everyone knows. They they They... They they make a payment because they they need to get advertised. They need to get promotional value for whether it's the fights on their network, whether it's the the fighters coming up, fight a particular fight coming up, fighters that are the new guys coming up, whatever. So it is evolved, devolved to a place where. That's how boxing works for the most part with these with these websites, a lot of them. With a lot of them. And there's still good guys out there that 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 are beyond that. But and and I'm not even I you it's almost impossible for some of these guys, it doesn't make them the worst. They're they're not Jesse James. They're not but it's just that that is what it's become. That for them to exist, for them to stay in business, for them to keep the website floating, they have to get paid. And who's going to pay them? Yep. The promoters. And what are they going to pay them for? And I'm going to be real. I mean, this is... They're going to pay them to be honest? <laughs> I mean, that's terrible, Teddy. Oh, my God. That's so harsh and insulting. How could you say that? What are we, what are we going to play games with each other? We're going to play games? All right, let's go back to kindergarten. Let's play games, Kenny. Let's, let's <laughs> play games, all right? What do you see up there? Oh, I see a piggy. I oh, I see a ghost. I let's play games. Let's play charades. No, the truth to exist now. They they the promoters are going to pay them to to put in what they want. They want a story that's going to be obviously complimentary to them and maybe knock one of their enemies. That story's going up, babe. In the old days, you had stories like that, but there was legitimacy to it. It wasn't coming from where it's coming from. The genesis wasn't what it, I just described it to be. So I wanted it to be writers. I said, Let's, and it could still be some writers, but to find the right ones, unbiased ones, 
that'd be a job. Yeah. You'd, you'd have to get it. So, because they're familiar with the sport. They understand the sport. They understand what bad officiating. So, I'd love that, it. That's to be, a good point, is a lot of those guys do know a lot. There's a, I mean, I there's love a couple it. of really good guys, like I, Coppinger, Dan uh, Rayfield, yeah, Steve Kim. I like those guys. Yeah, and, so do I. But you're right. They get in a tough position because... Ron Borges, I mean, yeah. Bernard Fernandez. I mean, you could go... There's a bunch gotta, of them. They've got a... They've got two masters to serve. Wally want, Matthews. There's there's a Wally, bunch of them yeah, out Wally there. But it's just, again, you'd have to really work at it. And I would be concerned. So that's one. I would love to go that direction. The other direction would be I'd like to go with all fighters. But yeah. but that could be difficult too. Yeah. That could be difficult too. So, exactly. so what did it bring me to? It brought me to asking you the question to say, hey, maybe it goes to where you hire a service, you bring these these There's companies out right? there for the, hire. Yeah. You bring them in. And one of the questions people say, but Teddy, they don't understand boxing. Well, they they get versed with it. They they understand uh, I think the basic a lot of these things, a lot of these issues that we've talked about are common sense. You don't need to be a boxing insider to know that, like, dude, that guy can't continue. Don't grab his hand off the rope and force him back in there to get knocked out yes. cold, which is exactly what happened. That guy shouldn't be stopped. Well, it there, becomes subjective is a little bit with the scoring and stuff. And But then again, create clearer criteria. We're not there, asking them to launch a space shuttle here. We're asking but them to, like, Ken, judge, there's, there's another answer. Create clearer criteria and guidelines yeah where where the judging that's what it is you know instead of saying leaving it so subjective where well some people like this some people like that you know at a minimum when you get one judge scoring 118 110 in the canelo triple g fight in in favor of canelo just ask how did you justify this let's walk through the rounds with the arbitrator it doesn't have to be public but some of it some of it is some of it is forms of corruption We've talked about exactly. it before because 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 the whole system of boxing has been put in a position to be corrupted. Yeah, it's it's begging, it screams, corrupt me! It screams where where you have where you have no separation of church and state. I've said it before. You have no separation of the people enforcing the law or supposedly enforcing the rules and the law of the game. And the people that are making money with the game. There's no separation of those games. No, that's the problem. You have promoters that are tied like this with with the organizations that rate fighters that say who's going to fight who. And those ranking <laughs> and then people, a lot of people don't understand. Boxing insiders understand, but to the layman, these rankings cost money. You, it costs sanctioning fees to be ranked. It costs money to maintain the title. It costs money to participate. Why do you think? So? Remember, we did an episode. When was it? Uh, last week about all these belts. Have we? Yeah. Remember uh, the franchise belt? Your yeah. favorite one? Yeah. Has that come out yet? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's been posted. Yeah. Posted today. So it's it's coming up tonight. Well, yeah. Right. I mean, it'll come up before we actually do this. So. The people will see that and see what we're talking about. We really delve into it. Yeah. We really, 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 really are not getting any Christmas cards after that one. <laughs> not from the WBC. Uh, no, 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 that's going to be that. Uh, you get someone to check my mail, I'll get someone to check your mail. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not just, we just happen to single them out because they no, were the ones. No, no, but, it's all, them. It's, but all it's all of them. It's all the same. It's all. But the thing, one of the things, 
when I delved into it, and I really, really pulled the curtain back on that one, is it's, you know, that old saying, it's not that complicated, follow the money? Yeah. Follow the sanctioning fees. Mm -hmm. Well, why are they doing all this crazy stuff? We explained it when, in the episode much more thoroughly than we are right now. So I'm not going to go into all of it. But what I will say that I didn't talk about on that episode as much is every time they create this ridiculous, and of course it it dilutes the seriousness of the sport, it, it takes away, it erodes it, 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 it just... It just bangs away at the credibility of the sport. Uh, you know, it's ridiculous with all these belts. But it creates more opportunities for sanctioning fees. More opportunities for sanctioning fees, baby. More money. And and that's all it is with them. And listen, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to tell you, there's other sports out there that I say are better structured than our sport. But they're guilty of the same thing. They're just much smarter and much more structured and, and clean about it. But when the NFL tries to make players play 18 games instead of 16, that's pure and pure greed. That's for more money. And when they wanted them to play six preseason games and now it's down to, what, three or four, that was greed to get more money. What are players who the chances of getting injured every time you step on on that field is great of tearing a knee tearing an Achilles tendon to destroying your you know destroying your whole career and in the NFL those contracts aren't guaranteed and they're not guaranteed so your whole career bang be gone with a torn cartilage you go out there who wants to be going out in more preseason games the owners because they get more money so, and so the it's unfortunate the thing about same that problem. Is the unfortunate Football's thing no about better. that is you've got the younger guys who are trying to prove themselves that are out there, like putting their careers on the line to exactly. prove themselves. Which, look, I mean, I get it. So I get same. it. You've got to show something to get on the team, but that's a dangerous no, situation. Exactly, and same thing, and it's for greed. And but they're smarter about it. Yeah, they 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 put it together better, and. They also have a players union that does have some input and they yes. get to like discuss and there's no and negotiate. players. There is no input here. Zero. None. Zero. And so we're saying put some input in. We're saying create create a, a policy. Create create a board that can police the sport in these areas. That can govern the sport in these areas. That can that can rate these judges, that can look case to case at these judges and referees and say, hey, explain to me what the hell happened here. And if you don't get the right explanation, sanction them, suspend them. And after two situations, a year suspension. You go past that, maybe four years, and then you're gone. If you've been suspended a year and you get another suspension, that should be probably the end of the road because we're talking about corruption and incompetence. I mean, if you're corrupt or incompetent and it's been proven once long enough for a one-year suspension and you come back and you do something again. Gone. Okay, gone. There should be no room for that. Gone. I agree. I was, I was trying to be... Uh, this isn't tennis. Oh, you missed that line call. This is like, hey, you sent the guy back out there and he's clearly hurt and he almost got killed. What if you, you can't why do did it you right, do that? there's too much at risk. You're right. Yes. So all I'm saying is create a standard. Start somewhere. It's startable. And you know what? It's doable. Do. It, it, we're not, you said it before. It's not rocket science. We're not putting someone on the moon. This is so doable. Except that it's the Wild West in boxing. 
you know, there's no sheriff. Uh, that's the problem. I mean, it's it's absurd. At some point, the fighters have to come together, and it has to be the guys that are at the top of the the top. And who of pays the totem for this? Pole. Who pays for it? Well, because I know you have well, an idea. If the sanctioning bodies and the governing bodies, the WBC, the IBF, all these guys, have you ever seen the conventions they put on annually? They're at like the nicest resorts in the world. To ask them to each contribute, they're not portion, at Coney Island. A portion of the sanctioning fee. Although I love Coney Island. We're not it's talking Cyclone, about ten million dollars. An arbitrator you could probably get for I would guess like a hundred, two hundred grand if each, if each governing body kicks in ten, twenty grand a year to start. And what I was going to say is maybe we start to solicit some feedback in the comments section and we start to formulate a plan as we move forward here and we'll be happy to spearhead the effort and put together the ideas, listen to the feedback from the fans, from the fighters, and some of the people in the it sport. It ain't happening, Ken. I'm sorry. <laughs> Have, Ken. This is the, this is the best thing we can do is put forth some ideas and but, let's see but, where we go. Yeah, I agree, but, and that's why we're doing it. We care. I've been doing this my whole career on ESPN, been calling these guys out. You know, sometimes I feel sorry for myself. Oh, way to get me. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm making fun. But, you know, you feel that. You're human, you know. But you keep doing it because you, you get a fan come up to you, you know, and say thanks. You know, you walk Oh, in, I've seen them do it. It's, it's come up it's, to you out of nowhere on a bad day and just say thanks, Ted. Thanks for caring. Thanks. Uh, appreciate it. I think the average you know, person so. would be quite shocked at how often that happens because I've been with you a handful of times and I've heard people come up and say that those exact words. Thanks for being honest. Yeah, so you shouldn't have to be thanked for that. But in this sport, that tells you all you need to know is just what you just said, that there's a problem because people think that that's something special when it should be automatic. And, you know, again, we'll finish this thing by just saying that it's doable. It, it could be doable. And, and as far as the money you gave your idea, for me, you put a tax on these promotions. You know, the big promotions. You put a 1% tax. Think about, and, think and, about how much they all. pay a fighter for a step-aside fee if he's the mandatory and they give him a million yeah. bucks to step aside. Yeah. 20, 30 grand for the year to have an arbitrator have but, but, some kind of Ken, just Just a little tax, a 1% tax on all... But then who's going to do it? You'd never find that guy. No, exactly. He, he, he'd, be, he'd be in the Swiss Alps, you know, yodeling somewhere. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> this is beautiful. I never knew it was so much fun skiing, um, you know, or maybe in the Bahamas on a yacht. But it's just, again, uh, you, you put a tax, well, any, any major promotion, you know, there's a big fight coming up, Thurman and Pacquiao. Bang, that's one. You just had a big one with uh, with uh, the heavyweight title. Bang, that's another one. Uh, you know, if you have uh, Pacquiao Mayweather, bang, that's another one. Canelo Jacobs. Yeah, there's, Canelo, there's, whatever, there's the one big one. You, you put a, you know, you put a tax on it and you have to write people. Again, there's the problem. You don't have that structure in place. Who the hell are you going to have to it? But... You, again, you get back to some kind of federal or state or city or some some kind of you have to get some kind of national organization, some kind of commission. Even the state athletic commission should but, but want you, this, but half of them you can't trust. That's the problem. Half of them are toothless tigers. You know, it's just a commission. Oh, it sounds like something. 
Oh, what's in there? I don't know. There's someone sleeping at the desk over there. Uh, it's, I don't know. I, I mean, it's it's toothless. It's you know, it's it's like getting chicken noodle soup when you have the flu. You know, it, it, it makes you feel good, but it's we need antibiotics, baby. It goes something like this: Hey, I'm running for governor. Oh, I'm gonna help you raise funds. I'm gonna put together a super pack. I'm gonna do this, do that. Congratulations, you won. I'd really love to be the head of the state athletic commission. You're it. You're in. Thanks yeah. for your help with the campaign. That's exactly what happens. And if yeah. someone doesn't think that's the case. So, again, just we need every everywhere else in any other business, the people there, they're going to understand it. Wherever you work, there's somebody looking at your standard of work. There's somebody judging you, you know. It's ridiculous. In old days, there used to be a joke. If a cop messed up, he'd be pounding a beat in Siberia, <laughs> right? I mean, that was the joke. I mean, all these they, all these people, I'm telling you, if I was the National Czar, they all better get warm underwear. <laughs> they, they Go out there and get some warm underwear, baby. You're going. Get out of here. Even the promoter's perspective, like you want to have competent judges and referees, even if you want a particular outcome, you don't want people, the, the headline of the story the next day on ESPN to be a controversial judge referee that costs someone a title shot, whether it's your guy or the other guy. You want to have some credibility that if your guy won, he won the right way. The problem with this is there's no infrastructure to attach these things to. Yeah, You know, we got all these ideas and they're good and they're right. But it's like, or going into a house with no walls and you got all these things to put up but there's nothing to put them up on mm. that's really the right description because we got these ideas and we want to hang them up we want to put them up but if you these commissions are toothless you know they answer to the wrong people you know a promoter can come in and influence a commissioner you know it happens all the time las vegas the nevada commission is a joke joke yeah you hear me you're a joke Former FBI guy, joke, joke. Hey, I mean, you see some of this stuff in, in around the country, and and some of them are trying, some of them are, you know, they don't have the resources uh, to do the job right, but they they can still have it in their heart and spirit to try. The problem is, again, there's nothing unilateral. There's nothing connected. Uh, you know, there's. There's no joining together across the board uh, where you have solidarity with the other commissions where everybody across the board, across the country has a universal code to pact, to live up to, standard that's in place. You know, it changes everywhere you go, you know, and uh, it could be a slap on the wrist. It could be it could be nothing. Because, again, there's somebody to answer to. There's somebody that's uh, too close to somebody in in the organization that's rank, ranking the fighters. Uh, the promoter, they they have too many. Uh, you talk about the Dylan White thing. I'll go back there for a second. You know, uh, Dylan White is getting treated so terribly. Uh, you know, and not getting his shot. Well, Eddie Hearn, who has Dylan White, uh, you know what? I hate to say it this way, and I'm half kidding, but his envelopes aren't as thick as uh, Heyman's envelopes. 
And 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 uh, I'm using that as a as a description. But what am I saying? It makes more sense to like Heyman because uh, Heyman's got more champions there, more sanctioning fees, more juice, more clout, more power uh, than than Hearn does in in that particular situation. So uh, if he wants to make sure that that his champion Wilder doesn't fight. White, it's not that hard to do. Yeah, it's not that hard. You you don't have to drive yourself crazy to figure out what's going on. You know, if if you could figure it out, if you listen to us, if you if you see behind what they don't want you to see behind, and understand why I'm so passionate about this, understand and you know, and it's business for them. Why not? I what did I say at the beginning of this? The the industry of boxing is corrupted because it begs to be corrupted because it's not structured because it's no accountability it's set up where it can be easily it's accessible to those things it's open to those things there's no walls up to protect from those things there's nobody's job to make sure that these relationships uh, do not blend in together from the people making money in the business and the people that are administrating the business, making laws in the business. They become one and the same. You can't become one and the same with what I just described and, and have any, any honesty and, and have any accountability in those areas. You can't. It's impossible. Without getting into it too much, I'll, I'll leave it with an example Years ago, I talked to Senator McCain, went down to his office in Washington and wanted to start a national commission. And we were getting somewhere. But then he had bigger fish to fry, something called running for the presidency of the United States. And God bless him. He was a hero to this country. and uh, But he really did care. He really did want to get involved. But then it dissipated a little bit. But while we were doing it, and I was talking to his people on the phone, and we had a we had a People don't don't know this, but we had a panel of our own people. I had some people, McCain put them together. Uh, I gave them some names, and they were good people that cared about the sport. And we were making some headway, and we were getting ready to to make that move, uh, to try to get that national czar, that national commission. We were scared because then we started as we were getting closer. We we talked to each other. You know, we had a group of guys. We're getting ready to make this move. And we talk to each other and say, Jesus, if we get the wrong guy in this off, it'd be worse than it was before. Because <laughs> yeah. it'd be one guy running everything instead yeah. of a bunch of guys that, you know, you have a chance that they're not as bad. But one guy that could be the wrong guy running everything, that could be bad. So you get scared, you know, even with that. Be careful you don't get what you wish for sort of thing. So we were trying to be careful with... And then it's getting through, and then they started talking, well, it would have to go through the Senate, it would have to go through the, the House, through the Senate, it would have to be voted on. And it ran in, and I'm not going to name names right now, maybe someday, but a couple of the big guys that were uh, leaders, uh, they knocked it down. And we were so disappointed. We were like, how could you knock it down? It makes sense. It protects the fighters. It can make the sport better. All the things we're talking about. It could put into place the things that me and Ken are talking about. The uh, board to judge the judges. Uh, to get rid of some of this ineptness. I'll be nice. Ineptness. Corruption sometimes. Ineptness. And so 
we could do all these things. And then all of a sudden, I get a phone call. It ain't happened to Ted. Uh, so-and-so. Don't have big, the votes. Big name. Big name guy. Uh, knocked it down. And for people that don't And you know why? Oh, I know why. But, but I won't even say why, because who am I to say why? I won't say why. Well, but you know what we found out? Because it's public disclosure. I didn't know about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Public disclosure. Before like, you tell hey, me, I think I... No, uh, we, we saw... There, there were donations... That's exactly what to I To this guy, say. and I'm not going to tell you who the promoters <laughs> were. It was two of them. Probably public record. But it's out there. The bottom line is anytime you see things like that that get voted down in the in government is typically you have one party that doesn't want something to pass and the only way to influence that process is to make a political contribution big enough to say to the voting politician, I don't want this law passed. You see it with big pharma and, and, and energy companies all the time. It's not in a direct contribution. It can come through a super PAC, a political action committee where the app. The political action committee is funded by a particular individual, a group of individuals, and their mandate is for the politician, vote our way, and you'll continue to get these campaign contributions that are tens of millions of dollars in some cases. And and if you notice, most politicians, as soon as they get elected, their number one job or responsibility, seemingly, is to get reelected. How do you get reelected? You have to continue to raise money. Most of the time, that most of their time in government is spent raising money for the next campaign if at this is do an ounce of research and you'll see exactly what i'm talking about so when you say someone voted down a common sense legislation there only seemed to be one person or one group that didn't want this to pass well guess what they had more money than the people that did want it to pass you know it drove me crazy and it was part of me i guess being naive to that a little bit was when i was first told well senator so-and-so uh, before to be passed, he wants it to be okayed by, and I'm not going to say the name again, yeah. but one of the top promoters. And I was like, "Are you serious?" They this want is, certain changes. That, to wait, the wait, bill. this is a joke. Wait, wait a minute. We're we're going to change the sport. We're going to better the sport, and we're going to do things that are going to uh, really curtail what this promoter can do. Because he's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to curtail what he's going to do and eliminate some of the things you can do. But before you pass it, and this is a guy who we found out later was getting donations of from course. him. But I didn't know that at the time. And so before you pass it, wasn't hard to figure out, yeah. but it didn't have to be Colombo. But before you pass it, um, we have to show it to him and, and let him make some adjustments or his thoughts on it. I was, <laughs> you know what I said? And and McCain McCain's guy started laughing. I said, "Listen, because we were, you know, we had a pretty good relationship." I said, "Excuse me for being non-political and being a little naive here, but are, are you serious? I, I mean, if you were starting a new drug prevention policy, would you would you ask the Sindola, uh cartel or whatever the name of the cartel would you? Well, uh, yeah, uh, cartel to give their thoughts about it. Would, would you? Would you give a copy of it uh, to the group we're trying to govern? Well, what, what's what's the name of the guy that they just brought over here um, from Mexico? El Chapo. Would you let El Chapo look at here? El Chapo, take a look at this. What do you think? We were we working on a thing for, you know, stopping the drugs coming across the border. And uh, 
We think we got it together pretty good here. Take a look at it. You want to make any changes on it? Yeah. People, people, <laughs> yeah, I'd like to make people some People think you're joking, it. but that's exactly what happened. They asked the guy who you're trying to regulate and control for his thoughts. Every time you see a political ad that says, I'm Hillary Clinton and I approved this message. It's a political action committee that funded the the, the commercial. She approved it and gives her a stamp of approval or not, not just to pick on her, but any politician. That's what a political action committee yeah. is. That's who's spending tens, hundreds of millions of dollars to get their people elected. You want to make those commercials? Do what I ask you to do and my contributions will continue to flow. Ken, the way I finish this up is I, I don't I didn't mean this to frustrate people more. Mm -hmm. I really meant this to be something that could bring us to a resolution. Get so, the conversation uh, no, started. No, really, really. And I'm sorry if it devolved into something where you're even more frustrated when you'd see the re realities of what we're dealing with, you know. What's that old saying? You don't want to ever see the way pork sausage is really made. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't look at how sausage is made. Yep. Well, I'm sorry. We showed you how sausage is made, okay? But what we want to do now is, but there, there are... There is the the department that has to come in there and say the source still has to be of a certain quality. It mm -hmm. still has to be regulated. And that's what we're asking for, regulation. And we're, again, we're asking, we're, we're talking about the reality that the sport is so unstructured, that, it's, that it makes it so hard. But you could start somewhere. And for this part that's doing so much damage to this beautiful sport and these great noble fighters, when they get in that ring, the where they where they robbed them, and they robbed them of 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 their career of of things that they bled for, that they suffered for, that they won't get back, because every time you get in that ring, I've said it many times, you're less of yourself. You're 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 starting to dissipate a little bit. You know something's been chipped away at you, and so. When these fighters are robbed, it's more than just what it is for these judges, and they just go on to the next fight the next night. So the, the fighter doesn't move up that platform the way he should. He has to go back into the line and receive potentially thousands more punches to get back to that place that he should have been at already, and that he earned the right to be at, to take care of his family. And so J-Rock Williams talked about that after his loss to her. He said, man. I had to good accept man. the fact that I was, that I was uh, at the back, sorry, to, to Charlo, I had to accept the fact that I was at the back of the line, and I was going to just have to work my way back up, and it took him four or five fights to get in and there. And some of them never get back. Jared Hurd, and, and he took, and he, and he So won. I'm saying that this is doable, that we get to start somewhere. And one of the worst places is with what we're talking about, the judging and the refereeing. Yeah. Uh, that's chased a lot of fans away. I know. They've told me. So where we could get maybe solidarity, traction, just in that area. Mm -hmm. Just in that area. Just in that. And, and it's fundable. We just mentioned how it's fun. So even without a national commission, so I don't want to, so I'm bringing back you a little bit, pulling you back from your frustration. Teddy, you gave us a solution, then you said you can't do it. Or you said you showed us how the sausage is made, and it's like we're throwing up over here. You know? No, no. You know, clean yourselves up, rinse your mouth out, a little Listerine, right? Come back to us, and we can do it. We can do it. It is doable. If you can get enough people, you guys could, you vote. You're out there, you vote when you don't like somebody, right? You could vote. Don't watch. 
You've got power. Don't watch. Don't, don't, when you don't like it, they, they start to write to your congressman, write to your legislators, write to your assemblymen. You can do it. You can. You can. When there's problems out there in other places, that's what they do. That's how the system works. You can say it. Say, I care about the sport of boxing. I'd like to see this regulated. I'd like to see what Teddy Atlas and Ken Rideout talked about, where we put into a system where we make this sport a little cleaner, a little fairer, a little more honest. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Uh, you, we, you can do it. You have more power than you think. And this episode is literally just the starting point to get the conversation going. So please, we welcome all the comments in the comments section, social media. Things aren't going to change unless we, unless someone steps up and does something. So we're doing our part here by beginning the conversation. Hopefully, some other people with a voice in the sport will pick up the pick up the ball with us, and let's see if we can't get. A conversation going for starters and like you said doesn't have to be uh you know every every journey starts with the first step let's just get a conversation going about some simple oversight of the officiating yes. of the fight so we're gonna leave Ken right out for president <laughs> i'll start out as assemblyman okay <laughs> anyway appreciate you guys tuning in as always please leave some comments let's get this crack and anything you guys want to hear about you want us to continue to discuss we'd love to hear from you and um thanks for being with us thank you teddy